I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we're doing our top 10 movies of the year. And it's something that we have all been... 2023. Let's not forget that. And it's something that we've been <laughs> looking forward to this whole week. <laughs> and as always, I have here with me, Ramon. Hey, guys. And Ro. Howdy, howdy. Hey, guys. So I started watching a hell of a lot of movies this week to just try to see like, if, <laughs> <laughs> if I could put yep. anything on my, on my top 10 list. Um, some stuff made it. You know, surprisingly, two, two of the movies that I just watched this week made it. Uh, one of them's not a surprise. But one of them is definitely a surprise for me <laughs> as I was watching this movie. But I think you guys are probably excited to do this. I mean, I'm sure you guys, um, you know, thought about it really hard about what you want to put on this list. <laughs> we only decided like 10 minutes ago. We just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Not prepared whatsoever. Well, no, no, I, I just decided the order. Oh, okay. Final, okay. Uh, th th that's the hard thing for me, trying to figure out, like, which one I like more than others. And then... And then, like, the reasons why I like one more than the other. So yeah. that's, that's what I struggled with. Sounds like a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. just want to say, obviously, we didn't watch every single movie that released in 2023. There was a lot. Some you that didn't? I think I at least didn't. Uh, but there were some movies either. that I think had I gone to the movie theater, I could have, you know, mm -hmm. I could have put in my list. Sadly, we didn't see all, some of these movies. So if they're not on our list, don't get mad at us. But, you know, I'm excited to start with the movies that we did see. You know, especially because I, I don't know what your list might hold, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, absolutely, no. But I, I agree too. Though I think a, a nice little like to begin with. Uh, I, I, I agree with Carlos. Even just the last couple of days, like, dude, not sacrificing sleep to watch movies that I knew ultimately <laughs> kind of should belong in this list, regardless. But I had to remember again. This is lists for things that we like the most like top 10 right it's not like the best movie at least for me it wasn't necessarily always the best movies or something but i was really excited to pick these because some of them are pretty goofy but yeah. i don't know man yeah. yeah you have me no no lacking sleep right now i just want the audience to remember that i want to see aquaman for you not for me <laughs> <laughs> number one baby number one <laughs> I, I i wish i would have seen it i didn't see it so it's not going to be on, on my list sadly just <laughs> fyi well, I, think both... I think that's as far as I'll go as mentioning that movie. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but let's start, man. Let's start with, you know, we're each going to talk about our, you know, from 10 to bottom. Uh, we're each going to say our number 10s and then our number 9s, and then we're just going to go on. So let's start with our number 10s if you guys are ready. Drum, sure somebody, somebody, somebody give me a drum roll. <laughs> I play trumpet, man, not percussion. It's all you, bro. <laughs> all right, so start, to start off the list, a movie that I picked as number 10 was sort of a surprise, man. A movie that I really thought about. I thought it was well executed. It was a big budget movie. And in a, in a lot of big budget movies lately have been failing. But this movie, I think, went out of its way to prove that it did belong in a big budget category. And I would actually love to see a sequel because I think I would actually go to the movie theater to see it. And that movie is Dungeons and Dragons, man. Dungeons and Dragons was a surprise hit for me. I Bro, still think, I still think about that joke where Chris Pine is like, "What is he gonna do with that rock? Is he gonna go left, right? Is he gonna, oh, 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 he's gonna go over it. Okay." So Dungeons and Dragons, man, that made my list of uh, movies that I actually want to rewatch, and I really enjoyed my my first watch of it. Hey, let Dude, me just ask this question, Raul. Did you forget about Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> I did not forget oh, okay, about okay. it. Okay, good. But good, but good. I, I tell you, I'm surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised because I I one as a D and D player, I, I I had a different appreciation to it than than non D and D players probably. But the the fact that that you 
uh, also enjoyed it, and and someone that I think has a good taste in movies, um, it kind of helps uh, that fact. It was even funny, though, even though was... you kind of have you have it kind of low, but I'm, I'm just glad you have it. I know Ramon, you saw the movie theater, and you weren't too like okay with it, but I feel like I feel like this movie. It's, it's a fun movie, man. Out of anything that came out in 23, this is a big budget that actually was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we I, I liked it. I don't think... I mean, it definitely did not make my top 10. But I don't <laughs> I don't think it's for, like, any work, any terrible reasons. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just for more reasons of why the other ones made it up there, you know? So, no. yeah, I mean... But I, but I did enjoy the movie. Though, so that was a really good one that I actually debated a little bit. It's just, again, it wasn't on the top of my personal, like... Mm. Okay. What about you, Ro? What's your or who was who's next, Ramon? <laughs> oh, doesn't matter. Yeah, I could go next. All right. So to be fair, it's not anymore. But what it was number ten was Leave the World Behind, and I really wanted to keep that movie there because I feel like it just got really underrated, underappreciated. Um, but it was actually just great, and I just it was a fair mention. If I mentioned one movie, it'll be that one, just because again, it just had a cool concept to it. Loved it. But anyways, my Obama's list. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. But that's, that's, I feel like that's a little like bias, you know. But uh, no, no, no. So then, Carlos told me about this movie, man, and and I checked it out, and it was definitely one of the ones that I squeezed in last minute. But Saltburn is my true number ten. Really? And, yes, yes. And 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 I'll say better than Leave the World Behind because Leave the World Behind, I think, comes it gives you anxiety about being an American. It's it's something crazy. It's about paranoia. It's about all these crazy world scenarios. <laughs> like we're not doing spoilers for this, right? Like I guess if one of you no, guys no haven't spoilers. seen it, I'm not gonna spoil no, it. Okay, it, cool, cool. So yeah, so Saltburn is just a movie that will make you like rethink a lot of other movies, and it'll give you maybe two scenes that you've probably never seen in a movie before. Like two <laughs> two scenes that were in this movie I've never seen in any other movie before, and I think for that reason I just climbed up to number ten. It was very creative. The plot kind of surprised me because it felt a little boring and underwhelming in the beginning as it was picking up. But then once it like it hit like the point of you're like, oh, I kind of get it. And then it just freaking goes crazy. Like in a crazy, I mean, like unmentionables doing stuff crazy. Uh, but yeah, definitely number 10. It would have been higher up there, but haven't had enough time to process it. I, I don't know if people just didn't see this movie, like, as far as the people that I listen to, as far as reviews, because, Ramon, if this had been a movie that people would have been like, don't see a trailer, don't read anything about it, just go to the movie theater and watch it, I would have bought us a ticket, so we would have been there and been like, dude, I would have loved to see this movie with you because of the shock value in a lot of things that happen in the movie, and one of, to me, one of the craziest things that happens, or one of the lines in the movie that is so crazy is the idea of, like, when the mom is like, all right, it's time for lunch. Let's just go have lunch or whatever. Or, you know, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. But it was just so fucking freaking insane. Um, so, yeah, Saltburn was, uh, was a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so definitely so, you guys should recommend it. I mean, watch it. Watch it. So so you're saying I should have seen it. You should have watched it. Instead of the movie that I did watch that almost made my top 10. It didn't even make you see. Well, the movie I just watched also didn't make my top 10. So we're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, watch it. All right. Bro. All right. <laughs> All right, so so I guess I'll go with with my number ten, and and I'll I'll, I'll uh, honorable mention the two movies that that I saw today and yesterday. I, I saw Gran Turismo today. Ah, uh, it, it was it, I really really liked it, and I I wanted to I wanted it to be on my my list, but it ended up kind of not uh, because another movie that I saw this last weekend made made the list instead. Um, but but uh, Leave the World Behind I saw yesterday. And and that was another animal mention that I that I <laughs> contemplating 
contemplated putting on my list, but it ended up not making the cut because I had to make room for what wasn't my number 10. And that it was actually Barbie. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I'm so, surprised. I, 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 I know. So, so, so I, I finally saw it this last weekend. Um, and yeah, like I, I did enjoy it. Um, I, I get it. Like I, after watching it, I understand the hype. Uh, I kind of wish I would have seen it in theaters um, because I'm sure it would have been different uh, if I saw it in theaters. But but yeah, like I I liked it. I I, I get the hype around it. I, I get the meaning. I I I did like the the acting, even though it was it, it was kind of like melodramatic in some ways. But like Margot Robbie is is so good, like with the subtleties that she did, kind of realizing random little things, and then kind of like the small comedy and jokes that they had throughout. So it it, it was fun, but also kind of. I don't know. It, it it was it was cool. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, well, your mediocrity, man. I, I mean, yeah. I'm Love I'm it. glad I'm get to say this now than later. But Barbie didn't make my list. Um, I saw it in the movie theater a little bit later after you know uh, what I thought maybe the theater wouldn't be as crowded, but it was still a full theater. And sadly, a lot of the people that I saw this movie with in the theater they didn't understand the jokes, which kind of upset me at the idea of smart jokes people not laughing at them but but something about barbie man i don't know if the hype was just too high for me to forever for me to be me what i thought it was gonna it was gonna be but it just didn't make my top 10 list but it's a good movie it's a great movie and i do have it as my honor one of my honorable mentions that i wanted to talk about barbie well fun little thing is that barbie is my number nine <laughs> so if you just want to oh. keep going down <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there you go and then no 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 i, I you know what this is probably gonna piss you guys off a little bit but I, I, when I was making this list, I was trying to decide Barbie Oppenheimer. And then I'm like, no, like everybody's just like really like attached them together over the last like few months that definitely it made me just want to pick one or the other. So since I picked Barbie number nine, I dropped Oppenheimer completely and I got my points and I will talk about it now. <laughs> I will talk about it now. But to be fair, this is the difference, right? Like Barbie was one of those movies that actually made me feel. That's an amazing. <laughs> Barbie was a movie that actually made me feel something, and I don't mean like gushy. You made me cry, but I think it was just a movie that was like about that, like self exploration, um, and just kind of like that identity crisis that we all kind of go through. And you guys know, like one of my I guess not favorite genres, but it's one of my favorite things about movies is just always kind of this psychological element to like the characters and how they develop. And what better than like a movie that's centered around a toy? And for once, it wasn't like a cool soldier toy or a freaking like wrestler or something. You know, it was like Barbie. And to be surprised, like as a freaking freaking late thirties like man, that I loved it so much. It was, it was just crazy to me. Like I just remember being in the theater, and there were so <laughs> many things I enjoyed about it. And you know what? It was really fun for me. Um, and I think, like you said, Carlos, the story was really good, and it had some like nice little like exploration things but yeah no i had a number nine. Oh yeah the only thing i'm gonna say about barbie is that it just reminded <laughs> me that bradley cooper made that cameo in dungeons and dragons oh. which made it even funnier also <laughs> yeah uh, but that's as far as i'll spoiler. say about barbie <laughs> spoiler sure yeah yeah um what's your number nine row uh so m my number nine is probably one that you guys don't even have on your list and might have not even seen but but my number nine is one that was actually like really really well acted, and Ben Affleck is the best I've seen him in a movie in a long time. Um, and I chose Air as my number nine movie. I saw Air. Oh, the basic. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basic. No, no, yeah, like I, I really liked it. I, I, yeah. I was really intrigued throughout, and uh, honestly, like this, this kind of show. Well, for for me, it kind of shows me like. I guess it reminds me on how uh, Matt Damon can just carry a movie, because um, he he was awesome in this movie. He he, he him and his like full dad bod self, um, and then it, it reminded me of like the things that I like about Ben Affleck, um, because it's been a while since I saw like a good Ben Affleck character um, that that I enjoyed watching and and kind of where his charisma kind of showed through, even though he was being awkward and stuff like that. So I. I really liked it. Yeah, Carlos. <laughs> Did you see the one where him and Ben uh, Ridley Scott with Ben Affleck as the king? Oh no, Ridley's... no, the, the the duel. The duel. That one's actually yeah. a really good. No, also. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I want to see it, but but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but but yeah, like I I I really liked it. I, I I was kind of like pulled in the whole time for that movie, um, which 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 was a little bit more than Barbie for me, which is why I I had air a little bit higher. <clears throat> Because for for Barbie, there was like there was a lot that I couldn't relate to, but but with Air, it kind of just pulled me in, and and I'm kind of a sports fan too, so so that yeah. helped. I I yeah, saw Air, sure. and I really enjoyed it. And to to your point, like Matt Damon, and you know these movies that he's in, he's always just you know you can always enjoy his performance, whether it's a cameo, a short role, or he's actually leading the movie. But yeah, I enjoyed Air. I didn't make it on my list uh, mm-hmm. because I don't even, couldn't tell you if there was like a really Oscar-worthy scene in that movie, but I do know the whole movie was really enjoyable. But no, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. good movie, bro. I like yeah, it. You should watch it, Ramon. You would enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's, it's been on my list, but you know, they, they, they keep getting lower. There's just other stuff. So. <laughs> it's nowhere near my radar right now. But when, yeah, when you mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, but not, not today, though. <laughs> for for my ninth movie, this is a movie that I could have probably easily dropped off my list, but I decided to keep it, man, because I probably watched this movie thirty times, if not more. And it's a movie that in the beginning I was a little bit like, "This is the mo- this could have been better," but then the more I watched it, the more I paid attention, the more it just kept playing and playing over in my house. The more I just found joy to it, and I understand why in the beginning it was a bomb box office failure, but then later on it actually became a success because long term it had legs and this movie's elemental i really thought uh, elemental mm. was was awesome i thought pixar did a wonderful story people were kind of bored with the story because it was just like your typical like parents migrate and then girl falls in love with you know the opposite of herself which is in this case fire and water that just don't mix but but i thought it was good man in a movie where in the beginning the water character really annoyed me over by the end of the movie after a couple of rewatch i really enjoyed it and clearly because I have a kid, is the reason why this movie just kept playing, playing, and playing. So maybe, maybe I'm just acting out of those thirty times that I watched it. But I will say, out of everything that plays in my house over and over and over, like that was a really movie that I wish would get played even more today. <laughs> but yeah, Elementos made made it to my number nine. Oh, you watched that movie, Rebel? I watched half of it, but then my son, my son had to go oh, to bed because he wanted nope. to watch it. Nope. And then, and then he's he hasn't wanted to finish it. So I haven't seen it. It I looks like, great, what? man. Yeah. No wonder yeah. you're not reacting. But like for those that can see the video, look at number eight, Elemental. Elemental. <laughs> well, I don't want to see your whole list. Oh well, yeah, I mean you you couldn't see anything else. I'm just pointing at the blurry words. I couldn't okay? see anything because no, it's blurry. see see what I mean. But blurry. anyways, weirdly enough, yes, Elemental is actually my number eight. So now we're so, gonna right? roll over. Yeah. We're rolling yeah. again. That's <laughs> so weird. Let's roll over. I like it. I like it. But no, no, no. I mean, I did. I put Elemental up there too because, like you said, 
I don't know. It wasn't all. It wasn't even just the story too. It was that soundtrack, man. I just kept on hearing that soundtrack like for days and days after I watched the movie. And then I think this is one of those movies that I'll still randomly play. Like I like to play again Disney movies while I'm cleaning or like cooking or doing something random because like you know it's a whole repetitiveness of like fun stories, like this character development, and then some like great like music, like music scores, like great. And this movie, yes, like you said, it had some really fun elements of like. I, I guess you would call it like elementalism, like people <laughs> being biased against each other for their different elements. And I don't know, like you guys will see on my list, there's a lot of movies that are more led by like the, the character development and, and relationships. Cause like, I think to me that always makes a good movie, man. Like you can give me a movie with almost no like action going on or nothing in the background, maybe two people in just one room. And sometimes it's some of the best things you can watch. And I know there's movies on here that I wanted to watch, that would possibly make the list because it made a bunch of people's list, but I didn't get to. Elemental was the closest one that I was like, dude, that was just so heartfelt. Um, yeah. great movie. In, in a year where the box office hasn't been great for a lot of movies, like I'm glad. I think the conversation at Elemental is more positive now because of that fact that it just kept making money week after week worldwide. And I think when you do look at the grand total, like it, it, it ended up being a success in, in these. Uh, where in the beginning it was like the worst Pixar movie, like box office wise, it, you know. So, so I'm yeah. glad it's it, it found a success. We're probably trying to pick, you know, tear like jerking, <laughs> like the heartstring pulls, row. <laughs> and anyways, and it's like I don't know, but it, I think this is like the the first animation movie that we talk about, and I think like that's something that's like a reason why probably don't people don't give it attention is because it's animation, and people just always so dismiss animation so much. And yeah. here we are always talking about it, how like well, anything that's animation for the most part, it has like can rival to other good movies. Well, let me talk about my number eight, because it kind of follows the trend of like, you know, people aren't talking about animation. Mine happens to be my number eight an anima animated movie. And I think it's an animated movie that probably did it better than any other movie this year. A lot of people have it higher on their list. But when there's just so many good movies, it's really hard to elevate this one when it's just... I didn't enjoy it as much as the original one. And this is, uh, I'm talking about Spider-Verse. Uh, into the uh, Spider-Verse. I knew it. Into, I don't even know what it's called. At across, across the Spider-Verse. Across, across the Spider-Verse. Uh, number eight. Uh, 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 that I, uh, I could tell that the moment that I watched it on Netflix, I wasn't enjoying it as much as I enjoyed it in the movie theater with that experience of having like the colors on the big screen and the music and the sound. And I just don't have that in my TV. It's, uh, to hold my attention as much as it did in the movie theater. I did find it a little bit boring. If, you know, if, if it, I don't want to like, you know, anybody to come at me. I just find it a little bit like boring. And to me, the best part about that movie was when you got the scene where he's being chased by all the, the Spider-Man. And I also didn't really, doesn't feel like a complete movie to me because of the fact that it's like a part two and the way it ends. So maybe once part three comes out and I can like put it together, uh, part three will be a lot higher. But yeah, for this, this time, this one, I have to put it on number eight, but still made it a top 10. I'm offended. I'm offended. <laughs> I think no, I'm trying I, to, I think I'm starting to get what Raul feels for me not adding Oppenheimer on here. <laughs> no, no I, I, I get it. it, it uh, I, I, I don't agree with it, but I get it. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, it's, I, I think we're in the kind of different spot where we can appreciate animation differently because we, we do watch anime and, and we do watch animated things in general. So, so, so we appreciate animated like animation a little bit more than than other people. I, I even uh, contemplating having a Attack on Titan 
on my top 10 <laughs> because because the finale was like two hours or, or, I, or I don't remember how long it was, but it was practically a movie. And then I did have a TMNT as an honorable mention mm. too, <laughs> because <laughs> ju- just because of the animation style. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, besides, like it, it was it was a good movie, but it, the the animation style on its own, just the fact that they're like, I just love the fact that they're being more innovative with animation. Like I'm I'm a huge fan of that. So yeah. And I mean, I have a lot of great stuff to say about it, but I'll wait for my turn because it's up in the list. No, <laughs> you guys no. already said plenty right now. No, no, I'm, I'm Raul. Go ahead and give us your number eight. <laughs> uh, so for my number eight, I so so I had it tied for number seven for a long time, and then I'll explain once I get to my number seven why it went out. But for num- my number eight, I had a uh, John Wick chapter four. Mm. Um, okay. So so. This movie was awesome. It, it like the so many great scenes, so many uh like uh great action sequences, so many fighting things. Uh, Ken Reeves is a master at anything. If he's in something, I'll watch it. I don't care what it is. Uh, so so he was just awesome in in this movie. The, the the only reason why it's not higher is just the lack of like story, I guess. And 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 he he had maybe like ten lines the whole movie. <laughs> um, but, but so 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 like it was lacking a little bit in that sense, but but the action sequences and the fighting was were like were so awesome that like it made up for pretty much everything else and the just the uh cinematography and the different angles that they had everything and and just like some of so many things and and the ways that they used action for like even comedy too like in in different ways too it was it was cool. No, no, no. I, I mean, I have John Wick on my list. Uh, and, you know, a lot of things that you said, <laughs> I agree with it. And, you know, I'll probably talk a little bit more when it comes to my turn. But I, I agree. I mean, this that movie belongs on the list. I think for being the fourth entry in a movie, it's probably like maybe mm-hmm. maybe might might be my my favorite one, if not number two. I, I still feel like I enjoy number two a lot. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have that firm ranking yet of my John Wick. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are tough. And actually, funny enough, I do have John Wick as my seventh. Oh <laughs> my it, God. No, not making it up. <laughs> no, not you're not making, making this up. up. Not making it up. Why? <laughs> this is, this is, I, I, I can how, send how you. Go for it. I don't know. We have different standards. We're right behind each other. I, I think, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, like, <laughs> Raul had it technically one behind me, but in a sense, yeah. like, I kind of feel the same way too. Like, I definitely love the movie. I feel like for an action movie, and then just kind of being the fourth one, it just still kept me like entertained. Like I still didn't feel like it was getting boring or gimmicky. But I do agree with Raul that just the story still could have been more, especially because it was leading more to his like retirement. And I think for that not being a more grandiose story, uh, you know, that that's the only thing. Because then even at the end, right? Like they're supposed to be making you feel and spoiler alert, like just don't know what really happened. Yeah. Um, and I think just for john wick and being at the fourth movie i definitely feel like it could have just been more conclusive um but i don't know i guess that's where you do now you have the continental like the show and i know they're doing the other one the ballerino one right and so it's like to me it's like oh it kind of makes sense that now they're like stretching it but to me at least for the movie i really loved it it was probably one of the more fun movies that i watched this year um but it wasn't any better for that reason it's just it, it lacked like I was like, cool. It's still like really, really great to watch, and it falls in line with like how good all the John Wick movies are. Is this wasn't like the best 
to the other things that I have on my list. No, number seven is a solid spot, man, for a, yeah. for an action movie and a movie like Raul said where John Wick didn't really talk much. Yeah, I think part of the reason why it's on our list is because what it does well, it does extremely well mm-hmm. to, to make up for, for like the, the things that's kind of lacking. But but it does it so well that that it's just impossible to ignore like how much you enjoy watching it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's what's your number seven role? Um. So so this is the one that was tied with it, but then uh, the story it, it, and and the meaning of this movie to me was the reason why it beat it out. So at number seven, I have Blue Beetle. Um, hmm, okay. So so it the the. The story was more than was more than John Wick, uh, but the how much I related to this movie kind of meant a lot to me, and the fact that I could take my son to see Blue Beetle with 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 this, this superhero, this uh, Jaime Reyes uh, superhero, uh, in in a very realistic depiction of of like what what his family kind of is in some ways. Um, like uh, honestly, it, it meant the world to me. And 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 it it was a good movie. It had good action sequences. It had some like pretty cool references. Um, it it, w- it was kind of generic in some ways, but but which is why it's not higher in my list. Uh, but but it, like I enjoyed the the whole thing, and and I'm a big DC fan, so so I I look forward to hopefully having it in the DCU. Yeah. Um, n- now that the DCEU is kind of over over with with Aquaman, but. No, and Blue Beetle is a movie that I don't have on my list, but the one thing that I will say about it is that, you know, a lot of superhero movies, uh, if you look at how they're doing box office, like, they're all, like, not doing great. Like, they're all not making money. People are kind of saying, like, oh, it's over. Uh, but just the fact that Blue Beetle came in in August, it was, the budget was maybe, like, $100 million, and it, I think it kind of, like, they didn't do bad when you compare some of these movies that had a way bigger budget. And people did like the character a lot, and James Gunn has already said that he might continue the same character in his universe. So I think I'm happy if we get more Blue Beetle Man, because I think there's a lot of potential. And um, I think we compared him, me and you, Ramon, to, like, Guyber when we were talking about oh, it. Like yeah. He gives it that Guyber vibes. So it's just kind of like, yeah, dude, I like Blue Beetle a lot. Uh, I don't have it on my list because, it's, again, it's so tough. But, you know, it's, it's an honorable yeah. mention for sure. Yeah, and I don't have it on my list either, too. But I'm not surprised you do, and it's a good thing that you do because I've been wanting to talk about this movie since it came out, <laughs> but Carlos was MIA. <laughs> and anyways, long story short, like, yeah, I think it's a movie that definitely deserves, like, some attention because it did depict, at least for us, right, it depicted somewhat the closest, like, representation of how some of our families are. And I think that's kind of important because in general, like everyone always appreciates seeing that. Right. And then it was a superhero movie. So it was just really fun to watch. And I know there's people's different experiences, like diff- people have different experiences. Now everybody has the same upbringing, but I think it's just the, the general, like, Hey, there's more representation. And also not even that there's more of an insight into the life of the superhero and not just like, Oh, Hey, he's Mexican. And that's all you get. And then you're supposed to be like proud of that hero. Or you're supposed to be like, Oh, I, I identify no, because all they said is like he's Mexican, and as I said, at the end of the day, is this generalization. Um, but I do like what they did; like they really immersed you in his family, his like culture, um, and everything else. Like you said, Raul, it was a little generic, and I think that's why I didn't even like include mm-hmm. it with mine. Uh, but I had a lot of fun, and still one of the ones that I put on randomly just to Let's watch some Blue Beetle farts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that 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 transformation scene was really, uh, really cool, man. And I think it was well yeah. done movie. So oh yeah, I, I do want. I want to see more with the same director, just bigger, 
budget, I guess, but tighter. I, I don't know, tighter story maybe. But no, good good movie. Um, for my number seven, it's a movie that as soon as you know me and Ramon saw it in the movie theater, he's like, we gotta make an episode about this one because he enjoyed it a lot, and I clearly enjoyed oh. it a lot. Uh, it could have been higher on my list, but you know, number seven still a good spot. Uh, when evil lurks, you got it right. <laughs> when evil lurks is. You know, stays on my number seven. It stays on my top ten because it was just a, it was it was a great movie, man. And uh, it's not the only foreign movie I have on my list, but that movie I think a lot of people should see it. People that will discover in the future, I got a feeling I'm gonna be like, dude, have you have you seen When Evil Lurks? I think it's a movie that's gonna stay in the conversation, especially amongst the horror fans. And I think I still think this could be a great movie if they um, the U.S. decided to remake it, just to be able to like you know capitalize on the storytelling that they were doing in that movie because that movie to me has like a franchise potential if it's done right um and i want to see more of it but yeah when evil lurks made it to my list as my number seven <laughs> i like that one for you i love that movie <laughs> yeah makes sense i have no arguments against it yeah and and in in yeah. not too long you, you'll understand why Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can't wait to hear how it's from old number six. <laughs> no, 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 not, no, 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 not, not, not this time because again, I think Raul maybe he's kind of whiter with me. Like I don't know, I definitely love the movie a lot, so I'll bring it up a little bit later. No, sadly, yeah. but my number, I, I will too. <laughs> yeah, but my number six is actually goes hand in hand with that movie. It's uh, talk to me. So mm. talk to me, and this year we're doing. I did see it. We're doing something a little different for you guys that are listening. And, and you know, we're taking some suggestions from you listeners. Um, and, you know, we're on Discord and we're a couple other places. But on Discord, we started asking the question already. Um, and this is probably the second suggestion we got from one of my buddies. It came uh, out this year? It came mm-hmm. out this year, yeah. Uh, JD brought up Talk oh. to Me. It's one of those movies that when it was coming out, I wanted to see it. But you know how it is. Again, we talked about this during October. It's so difficult to watch all the freaking horror movies, all the all those things, <sighs> like know. just like anything else. Like you got to prioritize. And to me, for as much of good things as I heard about it, I just kind of kept on dismissing it. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be one of those other like jump scare ones, or it's gonna be like you know just uh, like freaking uh, what's called possessions or something. Like it just to me, it seemed very basic. Right. But then because JD brought it up again and I'm like, you know, I need something else to watch. Let me watch it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let me tell you that it shocked me. Right. Because number one, it is not like a, a one story movie. Um, it's layered. Um, and I think that always makes a, a horror movie and like, a, like, you know, a like horror a parfait. Thriller. Like a parf, like a nunian, like, 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 stinky, like, <laughs> stinky, <laughs> like stinky layers. But no, 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 like for real though, like it, it's like layered. So it gives you more than just like what's like paranormal about it. But one, the paranormal thing is really twisted. Like the twist with the paranormal is beautiful. And I felt like I was watching an episode of that 70s show for like a couple scenes. And, and when you guys watch it and hopefully we, we will do an episode on it, you guys will understand and what put it up there for me, because six is getting pretty close to top five, right? Is that towards the end, I think it's 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 just oh, sorry, it's just in general. It's one of the movies that's probably like made me at least understand death more than any other movie that I've seen. And and that's weird to say. And I can't spoil it, or I can't even tell you like what it refers to. But it's just there's a part in the movie where it makes you feel like you're you're experiencing death. Um, and and it actually kind of achieved it in my head for a second. It kind of and it was a little higher, but other than that, <laughs> like it did kind of trigger something in me that I kind of went into panic mode. And I'm like, holy crap! Like that that just felt weird. Like you know, so 
anyways, I definitely recommend it. I hope we do an episode on it because it's so worthy. Um, I think if you guys would have watched it, it probably might have squeaked in there at least like 10 uh, or maybe like 10 and a half. Um, it's just, it's, it's an interesting movie and, and I had a lot of fun watching and I think that's really important for this list. Um, I had a blast. No, no, I'm excited. I think it's going to be like our second movie that we talk about it when we reach the new year. So, you know, I definitely do want to do it. Uh, so I'll be watching. I'll be, we'll be talking about it pretty soon. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Ro? Yeah. Ro, what's your number six? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> my number six. So, so I think going forward. Uh, all of these movies, like I really have nothing bad to say um, about any of the the ones going forward. Um, so my number six is actually the creator. Um, so so mm. I I saw that one uh, because of you guys, um, and and honestly, like I I I really enjoyed it. I thought it like the story was phenomenal. I think that that's a fa- my favorite part about this movie: the the story, the setting. Mm. Um, and then, like anything with John David Washington, I love. I think he's brilliant. I think he completely like got the gift from, from his dad. But but he, <laughs> from Ballers to B- Black uh, Klansman to Tenet to like everything I, I've seen him in, I, I've I've loved him. I think he's brilliant. I think he's gonna win Oscars, uh, plural. Um, but yeah, he he carries this movie. He does so well. He has so much feeling and everything. And then the the kid was so good. And then like the story, like completely like made sense and everything just was just right. And and it, it looked cool too. So and and I was uh, I was pulled in and and I I cared about the characters, which is hard to do in in one movie like in a setting, which is kind of one of the issues that I had in Barbie a little bit. Um, that that that's hard to care enough about all the characters, but but yeah, like I I this one was was top notch, um and and the the rest of my rankings are more on like taste and 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 other things besides the Makes quality sense. of the movie in my opinion. Well, I think this is the first time that I get to match with one of you because the creator is actually my number six movie as well, Raul. Um, This is a movie that the first time I saw the trailer back in May, I was in Mexico. And when I saw the trailer, I sent it to Ramon. I'm like, dude, this movie looks great. I actually had high expectations. Why just Ramon? I'm kidding. I don't know why just Ramon. But this is a movie that I had (laughs) high expectations for. Don't get jealous. (laughs) I I had high expectations for it for some reason, even though people talked about it in a positive way. People weren't really too positive on as far as the critics because they all kept comparing the story beats to story beats that have been done in the past. But I, I asked this question. If this is the first time like a 15, 20 year old person seeing this movie and they haven't seen any of these other movies that it's supposed to take inspiration from, that wouldn't it make this movie original to that person? Because to me, that's yes. what people were kind of like saying about it. Like, oh, this is not original because this movie did that and this other movie did that. And it's like, I, to them, I say like, dude, this movie's great. It looks awesome. The budget was under 100. Um, I think it was well done. I love the fact that there's almost like no green screen. Everything's like being shot. He did it as he supposedly filmed a lot of this using a Sony camera that you can buy at Best Buy. Uh, Edward, I forget the name of the director's name, but Edward, uh, he did Godzilla, the first one. And then he did Star Wars uh, Rogue One, which is, uh, you know, awesome. Um, so I just, you know, again, I really like this movie. I remember crying when I saw it at a specific scene. And I haven't rewatched it now that it's available on Hulu, but I'm glad that, Ro, you have it on your number six because I wasn't sure if anybody would have it on, on their top ten. No, no but I, yeah. I do. 
No, yeah. with that movie, I, I I actually started lower because I I knew that I liked it, but then like I was comparing it to the movies, and then like some movies that that didn't end up making my list. Like I I remember bits and pieces, but like this one I've like never forgotten. Like th- this movie kind of like made an impact on me, and and I like I just know it. Like you tell me a creator, I I I can say what movie it is and who's in it and what happens throughout. So, so it, that's the reason why it made my my top six. Not me, but I loved it. Um, no, but like, <laughs> Carlos, to your point, like I do think that it's like a huge disservice to movies because I think that's exactly what happened to Rebel Moon, where everybody's comparing it to like Star Wars and all these other inspirations, and it's like I just rewatched it right before recording this, so that hope that it would have made my top ten, and I was kept on thinking about it. And then at the end of the day, it wasn't even about that. But it was this idea that I'm like, I really enjoyed it. I want to see these characters development, like development. I want to see what else happens in this. Because clearly the first part was more about like building the story, right? So no, like crap is not going to be that great. But in general, the creator to me, regardless of everything that people said about it, like I've been wanting to watch it since it came out. I just didn't get the opportunity like you to watch in the theaters. But actually, it made it into my top five as the number five movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no. One level more in love. No, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it was, it, it was my top five, and it's funny because it started higher. I think it started as top three, um, but I think just when we keep going through my other movies, you'll see like kind of it was very difficult to decide. But I ended yeah. up at top five, and I think you know part of the bit is just still that at the end of the day, I feel like there's definitely could have been something else to make it even way better but i loved everything about it like i was in love with the story like sci-fi in general is one of my favorite like genres for real and this is me that i watch like everything um sometimes like we just put myself like me in front of like a near future um ai not so much but i just love the idea of ai in this movie because obviously it plays the whole movie it's all about that um but i think you just put those concepts of just like a near future and most importantly again the human connection and even though it was very like ai versus humans and humans versus ais you know it was about like us now in this world and kind of like loving each other and learning how to like coexist and i think just any movie that hits that point and it does it in a surreal way we're just kind of like clearly it's this fantasy but like you, you identify and you get it, and you're like, oh man, I want to be best friends with that AI guy. Like, what did he do to me? Nothing, right? <laughs> and then as you start like uncovering more about the story, like it's just it's beautiful. And and I think yes, of course, once it hits like that like third act and towards the end, you, you really just put yourself in a whole different world. So no longer are you just a visitor in this sci-fi world. Like you're one of them, and you're going through this journey. And I felt like the third child, or the second child, I guess, being being dragged by, on by him and just kind of being saved in this movie. Like I loved it. It was it was good. Like I said, no, I had to knock it down, but it was it's still one of my favorites. No, dude, in a world where right now we're talking about AI a lot, you know, for me, the hopes is that in 100, 200 years where AI is more common, this is the way it develops in a way where somebody can fall in love with an AI, somebody where like AI will be crying when you pass away or something sad happens. And uh, I just, I just really like touched me because I did believe that these characters or these, you know, computers or, you know, again, artificial intelligence people could live in this world and all they want to do is just exist with us and you know when you realize that they weren't even the ones responsible for what they're being blamed for it's kind of like sucks because you feel like that is the way things are going to go down like they potentially yeah. could be blamed for something that it wasn't even their fault but they could be easily an scapegoat so it's just i don't know what the future's going to hold we're 
probably gonna be way long before that becomes a reality. But yeah, it's it's a good movie that I enjoyed a lot. So I'm glad that it made made it to your both of you guys' list. Hell yeah! What, what's, what's your top five, or what's your number five? Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, okay. For my number five, okay. This movie was awesome. Was a lot of fun. Um, I want to say that you know, sucks that we're never gonna get to see these group of people probably together again with this director. But Guardians of the Galaxy, (laughs) Guardians of the the Galaxy was my number five because it was just so much fun. It was a movie that probably could have came out a lot sooner, but obviously there was some controversy that pushed it to be. This late in game, and even though people had story with like the Gamora part of it, I don't care, man. This movie, like the sets were awesome, the characters were awesome, the music was great. Uh, Rocket Raccoon was like his story was really, really um, a story that made me sad. It's just uh, I think Bradley Cooper did an awesome, awesome job playing the voice of Rocket Raccoon throughout the whole movie, the whole franchise. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna be my number five because it was just like. The way I wish Marvel would have been making movies for the past three years, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy was that hope of like hopefully one day they'll they'll regain that formula again to to, to bring some Dude. of these characters to to be this good. <laughs> it's funny because so so Guardians three was actually my number ten movie, but then I uh, you guys reminded me that uh, about Barbie or something, and I was like I, I I completely forgot to even like consider it, so then I bumped guardians to put barbie oh, in there but, but like yeah like i i oh, i really enjoyed it one, one of rocky raccoon's friends just died <laughs> so, so 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 i'll tell you this the like with, with, with with guardians i if, if 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 i could put guardians in general it would make the list but like the the, the third movie i think it's the overall it's my least favorite of the three Okay. Except for the the rocket part, I think Bradley Cooper all throughout this the series has been amazing. I've loved Rocket. I loved Bradley Cooper's depiction of him. He, he has so much feeling in his voice and all that stuff. And 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 James Gunn kills it. He makes great stories. Uh, there was a lot of other stuff around it that were like, eh, um, that that dropped it down a little bit more for me. But but because I I I I can say that I enjoyed the first and second one more than this one. Um, but, but I, I did like it. It, it just, it, it, I just couldn't fit all my movies. So, so it's, it was also on my, my honorable mentions. Okay. Along um, with the other not, three honorable mentions. <laughs> no, 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 not, not a problem. And I think some of the, it's hard ranking the Guardians movie because even I have a lot of love for the second one. And I know people don't really talk too much about the second one, but I like the second one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Are we uh, at four? Or so think, Raul. No, Raul's turn to the number five, right? Yeah. Oh, um, so so one that's already been mentioned, uh, but I have a different appreciation for it than than you guys. Uh, I know for a fact <laughs> is uh, I actually have uh, at number five. I have D and D Honor Among Thieves. Ah, so ah. so I was wondering so, where it like, was hiding. Yeah, so so this movie for me, uh, as as an avid D and D player, like I, it depicted. A D and D session slash campaign perfectly. Like I could tell you exactly when like the different roles happened. Like I can tell you when they rolled the uh, like uh, the, when they rolled high, when they rolled low, when 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 they were trying to like 
when, when um, uh, Chris Pine was trying to like cut the rope, he was obviously r- r- rolling really low because he couldn't cut the rope and like stuff like that throughout the whole movie. And then like recognizing different classes and races and, and different spells and all that stuff. Like as a D and D nerd, like I loved it. But then like the fact that it was actually like, it was a funny movie. Like it, it's, it's probably this year. It's been the funniest movie I've seen. Um, <laughs> And 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 where like I just laughed like I I enjoyed the whole movie. Um, it it looked great. Like even the magic, it, it's hard to make magic look good, but it, it looked great. Uh, the different characters were had their thing. Um, Chris Pine is awesome. He's yeah. he has so much charisma. Like I even <laughs> I even liked him in in uh, Wonder Woman, and and that had a lot of issues. But but <laughs> or or four one. But but yeah, like I I really enjoyed it. And, and I, I, I'm just glad that other people enjoyed it too, because like it, it, it did well enough. Um, I wish it would have done better, but <laughs> no, I dude, it. every everybody expected Dungeons and Dragons the movie to be terrible, and when not only was it terrible, you know, not only wasn't like good, it was great, and like I don't know, I think the jokes to your point were really, really funny. I think the action pieces were really, like, really good, like really good done, especially that scene when. That one girl that can transform is like transforming because she's escaping the castle. Yeah, the I thought druid. that was, like, oh, druid, thought that was yeah. really cool, man. I wish yeah, I was that in the, yeah. in the movie theater. Um, so I I don't know, man. I forget yeah. who directed that movie. I think it was the people that did Game Game Night, um, which was a previous like another comedy movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it with Rachel Adams, uh, and that was yeah. also really really well done. But yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, man. That one's uh, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Uh, number yeah. four. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, that was number five, right number for you? Five. Yeah. I my number four. Yeah, but that's Guardians. number four. No, Guardians. <laughs> I already told you it's not on my list. Guardians. Oh, Guardians. Oh, my Guardians. oh, of course you would. <laughs> yes, but I love that movie, and it was actually also kind of in a tie for three at one point because, again, this is what we're talking about, like our individual like favorite movies of the year, right? It's not like everybody else's list. Um, and yeah, you guys, to you guys' point, I think. Guardians of the Galaxy is, as in general, like it's probably the one like group of individuals in the MCU that I love the most, and it's probably some of my favorite movies, just because like especially all together, they're just fun freaking movies that even though they still show up in these other ones, like they're just you know they're kind of their own thing, and they just they're, they're so goofy and that dysfunctional family. Uh, well, this movie really hit home because Rocket's always been my favorite character out of the Guardians, uh, like at least in the movies. Um, probably in the comics too, but in movies, it was just, you know, again, what, what other character could you not relate to the most in the sense of like, he definitely took on that second in command, almost a captain and eventually the captain. Right. And I think it was just that, <laughs> according like, to well, him, the captain, well, according to him, the captain, but in the, and then the end, he kind of ended up being the captain. Right. Yeah. So, but it, it's just like, I don't know, man, like I, I loved him. And I think it was an unnecessarily sad story to tell, but it's like, they told it. So I had to like cry and just really get like really connected to the story and yeah i mean it sucks when you really think about it that you're like man i didn't really see a whole lot of rocket even though i just saw a whole lot of rocket right so it sucks by the time you actually have rocket wake up and start doing his like crazy stuff um yeah like the overall story and the whole thing with the whole uh what is it called the 
oh yeah, what's his name? Now I want to almost call him the creator. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yes. Anyway, it's a bad guy right now. I'm totally spacing. But yeah, absolutely. And uh, a high evolutionary. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, not the best story, but I think for Rocket, it was like the best story to be told because it was a story. And I think as long as you connected it, you treated it like a, like a couple comic issues. I think it really made sense. And to me, again, still super attached. I'm really sad to see that like little group of individuals go and i even hate that there's even a teaser for like the potential guardians of the galaxy in the future but yeah. in reality you're like nah not not never gonna be the same so you, you uh, know, but now yeah i was really emotional with them it was good Loved that, it. that's the one thing that kind of sucks about like you have to continue the franchise and these characters can't really pass away because we need them for later movies but i think if james gunn would have given if marvel would have said like do whatever you want with these characters which i think clearly they told him like no you cannot kill the off these people or this person i think this people when you do look at it you can see hints man where some some of these folks were meant to die in this movie whether that was drax, mantis. Quill, <laughs> drax mantis I, I don't know who but you know um i think people were meant to die but clearly i think marvel stepped in and like hey you can't just kill off like you know drax we need him for for avengers but yeah man i think this movie is really good that's why i think it's a, my number five number four is a great spot too for it and sucks man i don't know what the next um the next Guardians is going to look like, but I don't, I don't envy the person that's going <laughs> to have to take over the reins from James Gunn. <laughs> no, it just makes you nervous. But I mean, for being like kind of the death of this was kind of like super emotional, but no, I mean, I think like I said, still fun movie overall. Super cool, fun movie. Cool. Um, Ro, do you want to do your number four? Sure. Sure. So, so this one um, has also already been mentioned. I just, I, it's another movie that I watched because of you guys, and I'm so thankful that you guys like had me watch this. Have good but taste. I, I I loved this movie when when mm. evil lurks. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I I I thought it was brilliant. I I I think the story was awesome. I I, th- I thought it was well acted. It had so many like shocking moments. And then, like with, with scary movies, you you have like the, the those movies that just kind of have like a bunch of jump scares or whatever, and they're they're like generic scary movies. But this is like this is like terrifying in so many ways and so disturbing at times too. And and then the fact that that it it was like Argentinian, so it wasn't even like American. It had so many different things that you wouldn't see in a movie made in the U.S. Like like the thing with the dog. Um, and then the, so many other scenes and, and then like w- with, with the mom and, and, and when she was eating and, and so many, ah, uh, there's so many moments, there's so many shocking moments and so many like terrifying moments and, and the way they build up sus- suspense. And then the, like the, the tiny little like moments too, that they had. And then it, the fact that they, it was also in this world and then the, the combination of like contagion, supernatural, and it was just like it, it was shocking it, it was it was so impactful and and it's impossible to forget this type of movies so yeah, that's bro, i love that you love this movie so much you're so excited to talk about it like no great. you know yeah. i should have i should have gone first because it's probably gonna be ramon's number three but yeah dude when evil <laughs> works man it's kind of it's an it's an awesome movie so i mean yeah. I, I mean i already had it on my list uh, i had to yeah. i had i feel like i felt like i had to because it truly was like a great experience yeah. not only in the movie theater but i think even watching it at home yeah, and for yeah. a horror movie, like I, I'm even surprised I had it this high. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, uh, for my number four, uh, it's a movie that we also kind of already talked about. I don't know how much I'll say about it, but it's it's John Wick. Um, I think when we were talking about top 10 movies of the year back in November, I was thinking about putting this one as my number one, just based on the fact that when I saw it, which I saw this movie with all three of you and my wife, oh, sorry, all two of you and my wife, um, I really enjoyed it, man. I really thought in the beginning it was started a little bit like slow. They didn't know what to expect, but as the movie just kept going and it just became like the locations, the way people are dressed, the music, um, all the stunt people, like the work that they did, it's freaking crazy. Um, that stair scene where it's just like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe, I remember watching, being there with you guys and I just couldn't believe that he was falling off all those oh, damn goodness. stairs in the movie. And then let's not forget the dragon spread. I really thought that scene mm-hmm. itself hold, can hold up, um, holds up really well. You know, if you were to just go on YouTube and type dragon scene 4k john wick you know you could probably see it and find some great enjoyment from watching it oh, i yeah, lost him john wick made it to my number four same yeah i mean but so yeah john wick for sure was one of those movies so i mean i don't know if it was higher up for you guys but uh definitely still one of my better movies too in there but i don't know number three uh was actually across the spider-verse for me uh another movie that i kind of just couldn't decide where to put it um and honestly, like, I feel like it could have been not worse, but I feel like it could have been higher. And the only reason why I didn't pick it to be higher is because it was still part one of two. And that also ruined the movie, not ruined the movie for me, but also kind of ruined the overall experience for it. Because, yes, we're talking about individual movies here and you can't even talk about a complete story without the second part to this movie that we yet haven't seen. So it's like even if you were trying to go on to story alone, you can't finish it as far as like the second half because you really don't know what happens. Um, do I believe they're going to drop the ball? No. So I'm still going to stick to the fact no. that it's my number three. Um, I think one of the reasons why I kept on wanting it like super high up for me was just because the animation, obviously, right? That makes the most sense to me. Like the different styles, styles of animation that they use. But more importantly, just what they did with, well, specifically the one Stacy story in the very beginning that Raul forgot about when we were talking about that episode <laughs> was like some of my favorite thing I've ever seen in any movie, any animated movie ever. Like just the level of like connection and synergy between like the story and then the colors and like every single frame, it was beautiful. Like as they were talking, as like Gwen and her dad were having this conversation, like the shift in colors, like the way that the colors like changed to kind of just talk about like the mood and the feeling, the whole dynamic. Like I was just like in awe of just how beautiful it was because again, I tell you like things that I love the most are things that make you feel things that like you enjoy. Like most of these movies on the top list for me are just pure enjoyment and things that like make me excited this movie i remember watching and just being like like amazed that people took this long and who knows under what conditions but that they took this long to make this movie because it was truly beautiful and for those people that kind of don't appreciate the artists enough like this movie is freaking couldn't been done without these like animators and it was freaking beautiful like the animation alone seems like you know the freaking renaissance like vulture like the freaking spider punk like so many things about it and then you know obviously the chasing with all the spider-man but like this idea of the animation styles and kind of mixed with the story like just the way that they interweaved it so good and then considering that everything everywhere all at once is one of my favorite movies this one goes hand in hand with that because i feel like this movie is the closest to it in a sense where like all these multiverses 
um, like this movie talked about the multiverse in a way that actually like made it fun, that it made it kind of like exciting to kind of be part of instead of just being like, oh, another freaking variant or another like you know multiverse crap like you know so it is i don't know it was just such a beautiful movie to me but mostly just for the visuals like on top of the story and then the crazy yeah. like ending the way that they stopped and you're just like what the heck like that whole thing i mean a whole lot of stuff about the movie dude i i completely agree and and it i i haven't talked about it yet because it's it's even higher on my list um <laughs> but 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 it, it's it's that they use the color that they use the different animation styles the the use of frame rates the all of that stuff i thought was brilliant i think lord and miller are brilliant directors and and they they deserve all the kudos in the world for for being such an awesome movie no, no, man, definitely. Uh, you know, I wish that movie had made it a little bit higher on my ranking, but you know, it's it's a great movie. I mean, it's there yeah. because it was like a big success this year. Um, I think it was one of the best success successful movies of the year. But yeah, Spider Verse, man. I, I I mean, I already said my piece with it, but yeah, it was uh, that spider chasing scene still one of the best scenes I've seen. You know, I think this year or in in a movie in an animated movie for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I'll talk about my number three. <laughs> so for me is another one that I saw because of you guys. <laughs> so so so, I'm, so so some of the best movies I I saw this year were because of you guys. So so thank you. I appreciate your 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 impact in, on my life besides your friendship and all that stuff. <laughs> um, for this one is uh Godzilla minus one. I have yeah. I have it at number three. I can't believe this type of movie can make me feel so much and, and even more than, than the creator. Like I just got so attached to this character and just following his arc. And then just the fact of like, like this is what this type of movie should be. And, and, and just the fact of that. And then the, the, the fact of like that they created this, this Godzilla that looked pretty good. Um, even for the budget and 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 they had this story like this great important story uh in this world uh of, of from this perspective and kind of done the right way that that it, it just i loved it and, and then just i i don't think i've been this attached to another character in any movie in my top 10 or close to, to my top 10 than 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 the 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 main character in this one that I just I wanted him to succeed, and what, what, and they, what's his they name, succeeded bro? in making me care about him. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know his name, but I I am glad that he's okay. And no, I, that, I only that, say that because that, I was you know. I was rehearing our Godzilla minus one uh, review that we did, and even in that review, you were like, I don't know any other. Name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I anything. Don't. I just know there's the one Godzilla guy and then all the other little people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Godzilla's on my list. I think at this point it's going to be, um, we might have some of the same ones. Uh, I don't know still, but yeah, Godzilla's on my list a little bit higher. But so I want to talk about it when it's, uh, you know, when I say my review of what, where it lands on my ranking. But yeah, man, Godzilla was an awesome, awesome uh, movie to go see in the movie theater, especially because you, what could you, what could you expect of a Godzilla movie, man? Because there's a, bunch of them so obviously it was a big surprise of 2023 as i said uh, on our review i'm sad i saw it alone but you know great great <laughs> I, experience I, I was on vacation <laughs> i wanted to be holding hands to a couple people but like <laughs> such a good movie yeah. i sat with jose <laughs> did you guys hold hands and you cried a little 
Ah, lame. We ate popcorn though. Oh, that's that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Did you like, put a hole underneath the popcorn? <laughs> no hole needed. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, oh man. For uh, for my number three, um, it's a movie that Ro, you were pushing us to go see this movie this whole damn year. I knew I would see it, so like I didn't need you to push me. It's just the fact that I didn't go see it in the movie theater. It wasn't really available for me to rent. So finally, Ramon told me like, "Oh, you can rent it." <laughs> but but I watched Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh, I, finally. Uh, I didn't want to buy it for 35, 40 bucks or whatever it was selling for, which is ridiculous <laughs> for a guy that supports yeah. uh, physical media. I'm like, I'll wait for the 10, $15 uh, mark. Um, but I saw Oppenheimer, man. And I loved every single second of this movie for a movie that it's all dialogue based. It's all retelling the story of how like the, the creator of the atomic bomb, it was just, it was really awesome. It was, uh, I think this movie come, come Oscar season is going to clean up. Like for sure. Robert Downey Jr. is going to get the, Best Supporting Oscar for, for his role in this movie. I think uh, Cillian Murphy is probably going to win his first Oscar for this movie. I think this movie was awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, all the characters, man. Matt Damon, his wife. Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, Cillian Murphy's wife in that movie. Um, oh, uh, uh, oh, my God. It's like in top of my head. But it's freaking Jim from The Office. His wife. Yeah. yeah, it's Jim from The Office, his wife. Like Her performance was freaking great. And then especially that scene Emily where... Blunt. Emily Blunt, especially that scene where she's imagining that, you know, her husband's like doing his side chick, um, you know, so it's just kind of like do that. When people, say, when people are saying on Twitter, are sex scenes really necessary? Like, yes, they are. Truly yeah. necessary because that that scene was definitely very impactful as you're watching this movie. But this movie could have been four hours long and I would have enjoyed the hell out of it. So, yeah, Oppenheimer is my number three. Oh, right. no, man. And, 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 and <laughs> with that said, I'll jump into my my number two movie. Because I have Oppenheimer as my number two movie. Nice. Nah, but... Someone else besides me. Let's go. <laughs> I know. But like, I, I hey, so what's your number one? This, I loved this movie. I I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I, I I think Killian Murphy murdered it. And, and then just the fact that, like, this is really the first time that they've depicted such an impactful moment in time. Because, like, World War II is big. So, so you have the... Uh, Saving Private Ryan and other war movies, but you never have this end of it where you have these scientists talking about this stuff. And I and and I'm a science nerd too, on top of all the other nerdiness that that I that I have. So so just having somebody talking about quantum physics and then kind of kind of the beginning of it, and then you 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 have like Heisenberg, you have like all these major people in the history of physics and quantum physics, and and then trying to create this. This bomb, and you have Einstein, even obviously, um, <laughs> and, and then just the moment when they're talking about the, that they discovered that there's a non-zero chance that the whole world could explode, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it, it, it that whole thing about this, and then just the the how grand this moment is, and it and it looked amazing, like it, it looked awesome. The the different like uh, shots that they had, I, I thought for, for, at Florence Pugh. Like all, all the other the communists, the the settings of it, I I thought Robert Downey Jr. was awesome. Like he wasn't in everything, but like in everything that he was in, like he was he was awesome. Like after seeing him so many years as Iron Man, seeing him in a like unlikable role, like it shows you like how much, how good of an actor he is. And yeah. and and Kelly, like if I ever picture uh, Oppenheimer, like the 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 guy, I'm gonna picture Killian Murphy. Um, give that character without the 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 zombies 
Give that character mm-hmm. the most pity character of war of all time. <laughs> to I the, know. Robert Downey Jr. character. Yeah. So the congressman or trying to be a congressman. Senator. <laughs> yeah. Senator, whatever he was. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, and then just... Sorry, I can talk about it for like a couple seconds. We, so, probably, we probably won't uh, talk about it again, but yeah, like that scene where he's no. just like, What did he yeah. talk to him about? And he's thinking that they talked about him, but it's like, Dude, he had nothing to that do was, with yeah, you. That was one oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't no. know. I mean, to, sorry, go ahead, Raul, because we got more yeah. positive no, 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 yeah. to finish and, off. And, on. and then, like, Killian Murphy, like, the just, I don't know how much better anyone can depict the weight and the impact of dropping an atom bomb is on a person than the person that kind of ran the program that created it. Uh, Because Killian Murphy just killed it. And like, I felt it like I, I felt like the weight of, of creating this world destroying thing, like felt on Oppenheimer. And then, which is why he became like so big on, on like, stopping the use of it for stopping war altogether and and, and like I, I feel empathy for him and and as he was as if he was really trying to like end all wars by creating this bomb yeah yeah i, feel like the I mean bomb, the bomb part was like probably the most disappointing part of the movie though <laughs> no no i mean yeah. i i obviously love the movie um and i guess i wouldn't say like loved it loved it but i think i think it was definitely a good movie and i see what everybody was really about um scenes that like freaking i love that's like the scene when he gives the speech after they you know they're successful and it's just like everything's kind of like a roaring like background noise to him because he is like so turmoil with just like how significant like all this is to the world and just the whole idea like you said when he's talking to albert einstein the whole thing about like the significance of this to the world but i think for me personally like there's something about like movies set in history that they do something for me and they're great because they're active well they have great actors but in the end of the day like it's a story that to me is more sad to reflect on the current history than like kind of what this movie was talking about was going to happen because clearly we're living that shit right no one's kind of using nuclear power right now but there's always the threat of nuclear power like being used and just the whole idea so anyways like for that reason, like, I kind of gravitated more towards movies like The Creator and just these movies that are a little bit more grandiose and, like, kind of how they make you feel about, like, the world and population and people and, like, our existence, uh, which is why I even gave Rebel Moon a chance because I love the idea of just being, like, so far in the future we where we already fucked ourselves up. But I think that's the best part about Oppenheimer is definitely feeling the fear for the future but then i'm like but we're living the future and this is kind of like you know like i don't know so yeah to me it's just not a thought short i just i think for me didn't make my list because i think it did go hand in hand with barbie and i think it was more funny to make a decision between the two because it really at that time that's what everybody was speaking about and i think barbie for me just made me like feel something inside that was more exploration based and being like oh cool like we all want to be free from society not like oh shit we just fucking doomed ourselves. Um, 
but it was a great story, great acting, all that great. It just didn't make it on my list. But I, I, I did enjoy it a lot. I think the, also the fun part about Oppenheimer was seeing all the cameos. Dude. Like, dude, oh, everybody yeah. that could have been in this movie was in this movie. When I saw Casey Affleck's character oh, yeah. pop up, I, oh, wish yeah. I, gotten, I wish I could have gotten more of him, especially how his real self probably is because of the way Matt Damon was describing him. Like, this guy literally has drowned people with his bare hands. Um, but, yeah, dude, I wish I could have gotten more of uh, Casey Affleck and yeah, the whole cast, man. It's just, I feel like next Christopher Nolan movie, whatever he, the guy decides to do, like anybody is going to want to be in that movie, man, because his movies clearly people want to see. You can give him a budget of a hundred million and he'll deliver, uh, he'll, he'll pull out gold, gold bricks. Yeah, gold bricks of movies. Beauty. Like Tenet. <laughs> ah, Tenet. Nah. Uh, we'll talk about Tenet in, two, in next week. What's your number two, guys? So for my number two, to um that's gonna be oh no it's Raul Ramon your turn right yeah so number two though um when evil lurks was for me and when evil lurks ended up so high for me because I love like I've been and it's I guess it's still not a scary movie to me in a sense but I love movies that make you again feel stuff emotionally but then I also love movies that fucking have you like sweating a little bit right that give you a little bit of anxiety that really kind of put you on the edge and I think this movie was definitely like that for me like I know again me and Carlos went to see it and I went into it not even knowing what movie we were watching and I think the fact maybe it was a mystery but just the fact that I was watching this movie and every bit of it as soon as it starts with that gunshot in the forest I was like hooked I wanted to know more. I was in the world. Like like you guys mentioned it already. It puts you into this world that already exists. That as you kind of explore it, you're like, wait, what? There's like like professional exorcists in this world. Like there's possessions oh, yeah. are a normal thing. Like, you know? So like just the whole being like grabbed and pulled into this world. And then you start discovering these really weird twisted things. And then just again, the whole idea of how the possession travels the idea of the shock that they use like shock value is great man like if you're really going to make people like want to watch a movie like shock value is a good way to do it but not in a way where it's just like you know slasher or like you know freaking scare tech you know like jump scares and stuff like that this movie just made you tense and made you want to be curious and it made you want to really like know what's next and i think even like i said after watching like three times it's still like on the second third time like there was even more that you kind of like looked at and you're like, oh man, but even just like the way they looked at each other in that moment, like, I don't know, it was just such a beautiful movie with such minimal like acting because, you know, most of it was just like a few actors that did it minus the kids and then all that ghostly stuff. But I just love the whole relationship between the brothers and just like kind of that whole idea of like the, the I guess, fearful dad. And he's so fearful for his family that he doesn't even give a frick that he's cursing this whole town and this whole area. And I don't know, man. It's just like, I think even the ending for as like messed up as it was. And then just the reality of, of like this manifestation coming true into a physical form and then walking away. And again, I'm not telling you what it is, but it's like, like that's chilling. Like that makes you think like, like Carlos said, like you can expand on that world. Uh, and it would be beautiful to see, but I think just the movie for what it was just, to me, it was a ride. It was definitely one of my favorite ones to tell people about and one of my fun, like one of my most fun to hear people talk about once they actually watched it. Yeah, so. fran- franchise for sure, man. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, where we're getting a lot of uh, Terrifier sequels, let's get more evil lurks. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, some subtle like person to animal to person violence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> no, it's, so for for my number second, uh, that's going to be a movie that, you know, Ramon, again, when you told me you're going to cry in Godzilla Minus One, be, right before I went to go see it, I was confused, man, because I knew this movie was going to be great, but I expected it to be great because of the Godzilla part of it, not because of the human part of it. And then the human part of it was freaking awesome. And then this idea of, like, this woman that loved this man and all she wanted was for him to, like, acknowledge her and say, I want to be with you. I want to marry you. I want to raise this girl. And he couldn't do it. And then Godzilla comes and, like, spoiler. No, no spoiler. Go, go, go hear our Godzilla Minus One review because we just recorded on it last week. But, yeah, the Godzilla Minus One is, like, I think it's the surprise hit for everybody of 2023. Um I think everybody should see this movie because especially if you're a director or filmmaker, it's just like, dude, how did these people make this movie, especially with a, with a, with a franchise that's just been, you know, going on for the past, is it, is it almost like 70? I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you when the first Godzilla came out, but it's been going on for so long. Years. It's been in the twenties or thirties, no? Oh my God. And for them to like, re- I know that's why. Oh, I no, no. Like, yeah. it, it must've been the forties or fifties. Yeah. It's the faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm an yeah, idiot. But yeah, but like this idea of like, you know, you can reinvent this character and do it with such a low budget and just have people talking about it and it's still making money and it's just such a such a hit, man. Godzilla minus one came close to being my number one movie of the year, but yeah, to me, I freaking love them. I can't like I can't talk praise praise that movie enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz cuz it, it's kind of like this movie shows you how like it doesn't matter whether it's like like if if it's been done before or if it's like intellectual property or whatever, like all mm-hmm. that matters is that you have a good story with good acting and good. If you make a good movie, it doesn't matter what it's about. People are gonna watch it. People are gonna enjoy it, and then people are gonna love it. Yeah, man, that's freaking crazy. But all right, man, I think this is the moment everybody's been waiting for. We're gonna Wait, get. Wait, Raul, your number two. No, yeah, he did number two. Yeah, I've been yeah, having number two. Um, oh, that makes sense. I was so surprised <laughs> yeah. that was the number one. Did he even say what's his number one? Now? Yeah, because I'm a little confused, but I'm sure I'm missing something. <laughs> All right, so huh. let's do what the you number are. one movies for us are. Um, who wants go to go first? first? You can go first for a moment. Because it's Godzilla minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's no way this could have happened. I swear, Ramon is like right in between you and me, Carlos. Yeah. Like, it, it, oh it, if, if you and me had a baby, it would be Ramon. <laughs> he has to make an ugly baby. <laughs> but a cool no, one. I made it cool one. <laughs> oh, thank you. But anyways, you that is weird because it is. Because obviously, where else did Godzilla go? It's my number one, man. It's um my number one movie because I think it was the, more, the best experience that I had all year. And I think part of it is just because, yeah, I went to the theater uh, not because I was alone in the theater, but I mean, there was four other individual dudes all sitting <laughs> in there too. But, but I don't know, there was something to be in that movie theater by myself with this like, you know, again, loud and big screen. And I don't know, like I just really immersed myself in the in the movie. And I think like we mentioned already, it's just like it had an amazing story. And I think that that's what it was. It's just really so unexpected. And then it's like it didn't even give you an opportunity to really like know what you were into because right away you were part of the story. Like right away they made you relate to the main character and like the whole cowardice and not knowing whether you agree or don't agree. And like, I don't know, just the amount of conflict the movie puts on you right away. It's so crazy. And then to remember that, oh, like, yeah, I'm still watching a Godzilla movie. So the next <laughs> second that Godzilla shows up, like, yeah, yeah, Godzilla. And it's just like, 
you know, like, I and, and again, I've been watching Godzilla since I was like a little kid. And I guess it was 1954, Carlos. I looked it up, like the first Godzilla movie. And you're right. Like, I remember watching the old guys. I don't know if they were those, but I remember watching Godzilla movies all growing up. And I think the range of what Godzilla meant to me was always so crazy because there was times where I thought he lived in the moon because of a movie where, like, <laughs> he gets encapsulated in a bubble and he just kind of floats up. And then I just, I don't know. In, in my head, Godzilla's just been such a big, fundamental part of, like, my favorite type of movies also are just this, like, weird monster um you know kind of just this weird existence and then putting it with the story and putting it with the story that also connects it to like history and the nature and the condition of people again you can't beat that combination because you have something that's pulling at your heart strings and really making you feel for these people and then again godzilla <laughs> So it's like <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Like the Godzilla, like oh again, God, yeah. it was so he looked so good. The atomic blast, like everything about it, like the, the scenes that were really true Godzilla, like when he's even holding the train and the people running in the stupid Stop it, I'm gonna direction. Cry. It's like, <laughs> but no, no, but I mean again, at the end of it all, the story I think was just like beautiful. And yeah. watching again movies that have to do with other cultures and other groups of people that we can't always relate to. This is a movie that to me would seem like a little bit of a like, oh, cool, I'm learning at yeah. least again things that we know from the Japanese culture and this how they are. But then we got to see another rendition of it that was originating from post World War II. But then again, you throw in Godzilla and it's just like yeah. this crazy story of like survival and then also emotional and personal survival. And I think just the way that it ended was perfect because it just kind of made you feel like, yeah, we can do it only to find out that it's probably not even for anything. So I don't know, man. It's just such a big topic, and I think it just did it so beautifully. Uh, to me, it was just the, the best one that I saw that I was just kind of like, I love this movie. I love everything about it. No complaints. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just in general, like I just say, had no, it had so many other things to kind of reflect on, but then it just did something way good and different and better, and it just, I don't know. It was fun. Number one, yeah. Godzilla's number one, or minus one, I guess. Minus one. Minus one. I I don't disagree with anything that you said, and and out of any movie, that one probably made me feel the most feeling out of any movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. What's what's your number one? Or do you want me to go next, bro? Doesn't matter. Well, well. uh, mine's a repeat. Is is yours a, a repeat? No, mine's not a repeat. Okay, so 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 I'll, I'll do mine then. So that that way you can keep your original one. So so my number one is actually Spider uh, Spider Man across Ooh, the Spider Verse. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> so 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 that one I loved this movie. Besides the fact that it's my son's favorite superhero, uh, mm. but but like. Th- to me, this is what like a superhero movie should be. Like, this is what a superhero should be. Like, like he does the right thing no matter what. Like, it, he doesn't care about fates. He doesn't care about anything. And, and just a depiction of like th- this kid battling, like learning how to be a hero and still like balancing personal life and heroing. And then the different depictions of the heroes because you had Gwen. And we we talked about just the visuals of it and just like how much thought everything was put into this. And they even had a kid animating the the Lego Spider Man thing. Yeah. Um 
So, 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 like everything that they did and the different frame rates, all the different Spider Mans, and 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 it was it was brilliantly done, like artistically, and then the story like carried so much because you you had all these different Spider Mans and then kind of battling like the the the, the great thing like uh, of whether it's fate or whether it's 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 like you're you're a man of your like of your destiny or you're in charge of your destiny. Um, and then him battling what, what is, is supposed to be inevitable. And then you have that battling like against each other. And then you had, um, Miguel Herrock being such a great villain. That's really not a villain that you can empathize with. And you, you understand and you feel his pain and everything that he's going through and all these other characters. And then, and then you understand miles and then you just have so many great scenes and then he, he, even uh, Peter B. Parker, like, as the new dad, and kind of trying to be a mentor, and then trying to be a dad, and and trying to be like an intermediary between all these different sides. And then, and it, I just thought it was awesome. Yes, I I understand the fact that it like it ended how it ended, but like I, it makes me want to see the part two that much more. And Absolutely. and and I and I if 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 they would have continued on for another two hours i would have stayed and enjoyed the next two hours as long yeah. as they continued the as good as that was but i i, I thought I was, it's been my favorite movie of the year i i can watch it as many times i did watch it again and 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 it like i was reminded how good of a movie it is um and i just i, I loved it no, I think that that line where it's like everybody keeps telling me how my story should be, and you know, it's like I'm gonna do my own thing. Like that is, it hits hard every single time. Again, mm-hmm. that that scene where he's getting chased. I don't want to just like specifically say that's the best scene in the whole movie, but that scene to me is just like, I don't know, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't believe that's on screen. I wish I could just. <laughs> Like watch it, but watch it in a speed that I can. That scene will play out in two hours, just so I can see like scene by scene Everything. by scene, and just count yeah. all the Spider Mans. And even though I'm sure people have already done that, I can just go on YouTube and type it. But yeah, I that's a, that's a great movie role. Um, you know, again, I don't know why I didn't have it higher on my list. Kind of makes me feel like I missing something about it because I think if you do go back to a review that I really enjoyed it, and Spider Man has always yeah. been my favorite character. Also, so I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it was a hard. It was hard. It was so hard. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> What about you, Carlos? Because now I'm like curious. Okay, for for okay. So before I do it, you guys did this. You did honorable mentions. So yeah, real yeah. quick before I review my number one, I'm gonna do some honorable mentions. Uh, they were on my list, but I had to remove them when better movies came. You know, I thought about better movies that I saw. One of them was Extraction. Uh, this is the Chris Hemsworth Extraction Two. Ah. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Extraction 2 is a really okay. solid movie. I think after seeing Thor 4, if you go see Extraction 2, you'll start kind of liking Chris Hemsworth a lot more. And I think the next Mad Max movie, Furiosa, that's coming out, I think that's really going to elevate his acting career. Because I think Extraction is a, is a solid scene. Extraction 2 is a, it's a solid movie. And I can't wait for part 3. Uh, another one is uh, Barbie, which we already talked about. Um, I want to say No One Will Save You, which is a movie that came out in Hulu. It's about yep. aliens coming in and hunting or trying to like get this girl, but this girl somehow in a Looney Tunes kind of style keeps uh, evading them. It's a really solid movie. So if anybody <laughs> hasn't seen it, I highly recommend No One Will Save You because it does something that's truly like, wow, they really got away with this character not talking throughout the whole movie. And it's kind of incredible because you don't even really notice it as you're watching this movie. So. No one will save you. It's on Hulu. Uh, another one that I just quickly want to mention is They Clone Tyrone. It's a movie that yeah, I really a fun one. 
I really enjoyed I it. it. I really, I thought Jamie Foxx's performance was really good. John Boyega. I've seen him be great in movies, but this is the one role that I thought he did like phenomenal in. Um, so I just really feel like more people should talk about They Clone Tyrone because I think it was a really like wonderful, twisty, good story movie with good characters, funny characters. <laughs> Jamie Foxx, man. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and then my last honorable mention, it's not a movie, this is the one show that I want to throw in there, and that's the show. Blue- it's a show. It's a Netflix original show that just came out. And to my surprise, it was freaking amazing. I hear a lot of people talk about it in their top 10. Uh, and it's uh, Blue Eye Samurai. Uh, I think Blue Eye Samurai <laughs> is awesome. I really think you guys should give it a chance. I think season two has been announced. So you are going to get a continuation of this character. And I think if you guys watch it, you will truly enjoy it. Especially because it gets very like Quentin Tarantino in some parts of it. And then some parts of it is like another filmmaker sort of style. So it's, just, it's really good, man. It's really good. Bro, you saw it? Yeah, I love All it. All of it? Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay, dude, we should talk. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I really love Blue Eyes Samurai. I loved it, too. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Way to cheat and throw in a show in there. I wasn't prepared for that one. <laughs> hey, Ro, I, I, about, I, I, like, I thought about, about putting it. Beef on, on my top ten to throw it Yeah, that, that would have been a whole different thing. I would have knocked out a movie or two for Beef. <laughs> no, it's, it's an honorable mention. And then okay, yeah. my <laughs> number one movie, and I have a gut. I have a gut when I see a movie, and I'm like, man, this movie has, like, I'm going to want to see it again because I think I wanted my wife to see it. I think it really surprised me because what, Ramon, what you said about it is like in the beginning, you're kind of unsure if this is going to lead to anything to be anything great. But my number one movie is Saltburn. Um, It's a movie that's that's on Prime right now. Anybody can watch it. I don't know if this really got a movie theater. Like you could have seen this in the movie theater. Nobody really was talking about it. It only came to my attention because of all the damn TikToks. And I'm grateful for TikTok for kind of like getting me interested in it because I saw this movie without seeing a trailer, really not knowing anything about it besides who the main actor is, is the main actor that's in the movie. Uh, but dude, this movie has so many, <laughs> and I, I didn't even enjoy this movie just for those scenes. It doesn't have like one what the fuck's going on scene. It has like three or four scenes. So it's just kind of like crazy. But if you really like think about it and you think about the dialogue that some of these characters throughout the movie just like drop, it's like insane, especially the mom. The mom just has these like crazy line deliveries that is probably what like a truly rich person would probably say about their friends or talk about or just say. But it's it's insane. And then the way they deal with situations where it's like Like, they'll just kick you out, not talk about it. Somebody will die and be like, they'll do anything for attention. It's just like, it's it's crazy. This, is a, this was a crazy movie. I really think the bathtub uh, scene is freaking crazy. It's like, oh, yep. this this actor, what's the thing, Barry something? I've seen him. The first time I ever saw him was in Killing of a Sacred Deer. And he's so creepy in that movie. And that movie is so good. And then I kept seeing him in, oh, I keep continuing to see him in so many, like, creepy roles ever since he's i so saw him in, he's so good in that he was in the green knight in a creepy little role he's in the, the okay. one irish movie that i saw last year but dude, i think this movie is gonna get him to be i mean he already kind of was cast as the joker which i could see like why they're casting him because he's just such a great actor and in this movie you truly see everything that he has to offer and i think everybody should see saltburn and i think this movie i'm interested to see in a couple of years how the conversation about saltburn is gonna be or and i got a feeling it's gonna get completely ignored and all these academy awards or things that are coming up but if it doesn't and people are talking about it i'm gonna be rooting for it because i think salper was freaking awesome <laughs> dude why, why did you not push this movie harder on me i would have seen that today i thought you were gonna see it and then it surprised me when you were kind of like not nah, i'm watching no, 
I and I, I like the Gran Turismo. It, it, it's one of my honorable mentions. But but like I I the, the way that you're talking about it, it just seems shocking. Not necessarily like like a good movie. And then uh and you were like not definite whether it would be, make my top ten. So that's why I didn't see it. If you would have said it, yeah, it's definitely it's- gonna make your top ten. I would have seen it. I just Even didn't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hype something up, and you know, for you to be like, "Oh, that was just like an interesting yeah, not a great movie. experience." Yeah, yeah, but it's just like I think it's just like this idea of like, if you don't know anything about it, you just see it. You could really enjoy it. I really like the one kid that he kind of in the beginning you think he's obsessed over. Uh, he's in Euphoria. I think he's a great actor in Euphoria, and I think one day I could see him playing the Batman role, like Bruce Wayne. Even though he's kind of already said that superhero roles are kind of like lame, and he wants to be more of an actor. He's also in the new Priscilla movie where he's depicting Elvis. So this, mm. I, I feel like even he has a very um, good chance of becoming even bigger. Uh, but I do the whole movie. I just think the whole movie was just insane. Uh, a lot of the characters, a lot of the even the Gran Turismo kid, the main actor, he's in this movie, and the way he's he, he he's portrayed in this movie is freaking like I don't know. It's just a uh, very kind of like he's my least favorite part of the movie, but he's also his character's like really cool to have in there because uh, I don't know if you know which one I'm talking about, Roman, but it's the cousin, the cousin. Yeah, the yeah. Family. He's the and one like... from C, from uh, yeah. the, um, the Apple TV show with uh, Jason Momoa. C. Yes, and I didn't like him in that. I hated him from C, but now I've kind of turned around on him just because of Gran Turismo in he this movie. Yeah, he was in C. He was in C. Yeah. But, but I, I did like the scene where he confronts him and he tells him like, hey, you know, like, this is my life. You think because they kicked me out, like, they're not going to want me. Like, I'm, he's essentially saying like, I'm blood, I'm family, like, I'm always going to be here. And it's just, it's so crazy, man. I'm surprised at the end of the movie, he didn't come up and shoot him because he sort of knew what he was doing. Yeah. And no spoilers, but it's just a uh, Salpern again. I just, I, I stand by you. Obviously didn't make it, I was still made it to my list, but it's just one of those movies that again, it gives you a, like, to me, it was just two scenes that I've never seen. Other ones I kind of, <laughs> similar yeah. to something else two scenes i've never seen in any movie first time i've ever seen this in a movie and i think that alone is worth it because i mean it wasn't just about the gimmick because we definitely see movies like uh what is it sorry not to bother you or sorry to disturb you like movies like that that i mean that was a great movie too but it's just they have an element of like what the f-? i'm sorry and, but after that it's oh sorry to disturb you sorry to disturb you oh yeah but it's like at the end of the day like if if those shock moments are like good and follow the wrong with a good story it's so worth it and just like how the movie ends and the scene that very last scene it made the movie for me even better because then you're sitting there and you're like holy (laughs) shit i want to do that so i relate i was all that worth it a hundred percent yes i would have put myself in his shoes and done all that weird shit to that like the the, to me i think like out of all the scenes the bathtub scenes to me it's just like the way he's like licking it absorbing it i'm like i'm like this is so crazy uh and like dude if when i pass away And one of my friends is not doing what he did to that guy in his grave. Then you guys truly didn't love me. <laughs> but Salperman, that's my number one pick. <laughs> I'm upset that he didn't push it harder. But yeah, you don't want I him to push it harder. It now. What, watch it with your sister, please. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, okay. Please. I'll tell her. Oh man, but. But, Man, what a hell wow. of a year, guys! This was an interesting <laughs> list uh, to to compare yeah. with you guys because it, it's interesting to see kind of what what you guys value differently than I do. Because obviously okay. we, we, the three of us are different, except for Ramon, he's right in between us too. Uh, 
but but yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but like it, it's it's i i don't think you guys really said anything that i disagreed with like we obviously have different orders and and different things that are different ways that we uh, value uh, movies, but I I I don't disagree with anything that he has mentioned. Not even mm-hmm. that I left Oppenheimer out. <sighs> Except for that, blasphemous, <laughs> <laughs> and you deserve to go another night without much sleep. If it makes you feel better, I clearly thought Oppenheimer was. For me, it was better than uh, Barbie. Not taking shots at Barbie, but I enjoyed no, yeah, yeah, a lot more. Yeah, but but I, again, that's that's kind of what I like about it too. Because man, I again, I was just kind of curious to see, and not even that I have to look it up, because like a lot of my social media and stuff, it is a lot of these people that not necessarily critics, but they become critics because they just talk about these things like us. And yeah, a lot of the lists are so different. And I think one is accessibility. There's so many people out there that have like exclusive previews to go watch these movies ahead of time or like poor things that I really wanted to watch, but I just didn't have the time to go to the movie theater to watch. But it's like, of course, there's movies that could have like been better or been in the list if I would have watched them. And then there's some movies that like, to me, like Oppenheimer, where like, yeah, they're a really, really good movie, but it doesn't mean that that's just one of my top 10 because, again, all these other movies made me feel some type of way. Oppenheimer just didn't add up the same, right? But again, I think that's what's kind of fun about doing this is that, yes, like you said, Raul, it's like so different between all of us, but then also a lot of like the great connections. And clearly, I mean, again, I think always I love some of our recommendations because I feel like more normal people like will watch these and be like, oh, they're right. Like this is totally a per like a movie for the like normal people. Um, we're not trying to be like super heady and be like, oh my God, this like fabulous film because was it killer? That six people I have seen. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean that's another thing too. Is just some movies again we don't have access to as much, and I don't know. I can't keep paying money every single time I want to watch something. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I, and honestly, not saying that superheroes are over, and you know we're not gonna get more of them because I think we are. Even though Sony might kill the superhero universe or movies next year with all their dumb releases, but I rather like I look <laughs> forward to Spider Man, all the Spider Man dumb movies. But I look forward to movies like Oppenheimer, Barbie, Saltburn. It's like man, at the end of the day, like I enjoy. Saltburn, Oppenheimer, Barbie, way more than Aquaman. And I'm not taking shots at Aquaman, but it's just like, man, like you could have like paid for these movies like just with the budget of Aquaman, you know, and like the end result would have it's a lot better in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> was, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you guys haven't seen Aquaman, but it's just um it's it truly is a little bit disappointing, especially that being then. <laughs> Well, no, and it's a great thing to be doing right now, too, because we went from a year where, like, they had the writer's strike and all these things. And we were for a moment where we were like, damn, like, this is going to suck. And then to be getting such good movies, like, towards the end of the year, too, because a lot of them have been, like, new releases that just came out, like, the last couple months. So, I don't know. It's just I'm happy that I can do this for, like, years to come. Hopefully, my vision stays intact. So, you keep watching TV forever <laughs> until I die. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also interested to see what what like people that are actually listening or watching uh, our podcast like who they relate to in their taste the most from mustry as well. I'm gonna definitely try to like put a nice template and put my top ten and like throw it in the Discord. If you guys want to do the same, just so that people can see kind of like what Obama did. But yeah, man, after this recording, I'm going to go on and start my Saltburn campaign for the Oscar <laughs> or, or original. Screenplay. Don't, I don't know yeah, what. <laughs> but but don't, don't put your, your list up until this this episode oh, the, goes out so people can see it. 
Gotcha. No, that's so that's, that's spoilers. And then they can be like, I wonder what their number one's gonna be. Like Ramon, even though <laughs> yeah. I said, well, it's it's on my list, but higher. It's like, what, what's your number one gonna be then? If Oppenheimer's number two, I kept well, on hey. missing that after a while. I did really think Oppenheimer was gonna be your top one, but you know, I'm despite cross the spider makes sense. Hey, well, if you're in our Discord, then you get to know what our list is as the episode releases. <laughs> oh yeah, at the same yeah. time, at the same time, or an right, hour guys. after releases. <laughs> All right, guys. So I think we're running longer than a normal time, but it was great talking to you about 2020 movies. I look forward to 2024 and seeing what's to come for us. So talk to you guys soon. <laughs> See you in the new year. Bye.